All right, friends, welcome back to another Bold Base Bracketology episode. Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite video games. So before we dive into that, I just want to say that Tom and I recently released our lower body mobility course. So this course is going to teach you how to assess yourself, address your limitations, um, so ultimately you can maximize your mobility, improve your movement, optimize your performance, and decrease pain. So we know that people are stuck at home and looking for ways to work on their physical health. So we made this course incredibly affordable, and we're donating 25% of all of the proceeds to the Coronavirus Relief Fund. So um, the Coronavirus Relief Fund is on globalgiving.org, so you can check it out there to learn more about where they allocate their money. Um, so basically they're working on trying to help stop the virus's spread and give communities the resources they need. So donations have already started to help with things like getting masks and ventilators, uh, delivering essential items to struggling families, and feeding children that rely on school meals, and they're doing much, much more with it. So um, please go check them out, and please go check out our uh, mobility course as well. You can find that on, I suppose, just our bios on our Instagram pages. Um, we posted about it, and then I suppose we'll just have a link to the website on the show notes as well. Um, but let's dive back into the show. So today we're doing favorite video games. So Tom and I had, man, this was a long list. Um, we had a lot of honorable mentions, a lot of omissions that had to take place to get it down to our standard uh, 18 bracket. So let's start there. Let's dive in. What do you think was like your biggest honorable mention or the one that you were kind of pushing for that didn't make it in? The two biggest ones for me were NCAA. Uh, 2014 was the last one that came out. Um, we've played that. My brothers and I, we played that game so many times. But every year, it was like the best part of summer. We would buy the NCAA game, and then we'd buy like the Lindy's magazine or the Athlon magazine, and they'd have all our Oscars for the year. And this was like, I think it would be like July time when it came out. So, because you know football starting the next month, and we would just kind of hype for it. So, um, and I was going to ask you this: I think my peak video game years were like 2006 to 2010. So basically, like high school into like early college was like okay. when I when I like bought the most games, played the most games. I think that was when like things peaked for me. I don't know. How about you? I I would say a little younger. I would say probably like sixth grade to like. 10th grade kind of in that okay. like ju junior high late elementary school type range and that was mostly because okay. i had two older brothers so we would like be able to play games together um and then once they left for college i didn't really like play games as much on my own and stuff like that so i would say kind of more in that junior high young high school late elementary range it's two other games that i want to give shout outs to are uh Let's see here. Star Wars Battlefront 2 on PS2. My mm -hmm. brothers and I had that, and I think our cousins had it too. We would play that a bunch. That was so much fun. And then also uh, uh, Chell. And for those that don't know what Chell is, it's NHL. It's a hockey game. But uh, my, our, we still do this too. My three brothers, myself, and our buddy Ryan, we, we all get together. We all lock onto a guy, and then we play five guys on the team. We're always <laughs> team you. This is a funny thing. We're always Team USA. We always do like an Olympic style tournament. And every time we lose, basically in the semis, we lose in the semis to Canada. Or if we beat Canada, we lose in the finals to Germany. 
and we have never won the tournament. And we all oh, think we're dang. good at it. The problem is four of us always rush the puck, and then there's one guy left on defense. So we, we haven't quite figured out the chemistry yet. You know, when we get together, it's like once or twice a year now. It is the absolute best time. So shout out to Chell. Sorry to make the list. <laughs> I think you've told me about that, how you guys all lock onto one guy and play that tournament like 20 times. So it, It's so I'm fun glad. because if you get a penalty, you have to sit out. But then sometimes if you – how does that work then? Um, oh, if someone else gets a penalty, sometimes your guy goes out and st- – or, you know, it's something weird like that. Oh, so, yeah. Um, and then if the other team, like, scores when you're off you're off the ice, you get the other guy's hard time. But we got to put together a banner. So we got to get a banner hanging sometime, but maybe <laughs> next year. All right. So uh, my shout-outs go to – so people are going to be mad about this one not making the list. Um, Super Smash Bros., so that's that's an honorable mention. That was like one of the first teams out. And if you had Kirby in Super Smash Bros, that was like Kirby, Kirby for life, dude. That was auto yeah. win. Um, I think, I don't know. For me, the reason it didn't make it in was because I'd always play with uh, my buddy Stotts and he would beat me in it like every time we would play. And he was just like way better at those types of games than I was. So just not as good of memories when you're always losing. Exactly. Um, then another one, let's see. Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog on the old school Sega Genesis. I loved that. I think it was Sonic 2 because Tails was in it as well. Um, and you'd go through and like that. I don't know. That was a great game. Um, what other honorables here? I know we're going to I'm going to give one more shout out. And we didn't talk about this beforehand. Brad and I, we did a virtual reality game at the Wisconsin oh. Dells. This was. Arizona the, best, the best video game experience of our lives. So I can't believe we didn't think about it. It's not a traditional video game because it's virtual reality and you go to a store and you play. But uh, us two and, and John Heimdall, we played it uh, for like an hour. Best video game experience of my life. Shout out Arizona Sunshine. Sunshine? Is that what it is? Yeah, Arizona Sundown. Sunshine. Sunshine, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. If, you're, if you ever go to Wisconsin Dells, look it up. It is... Or if you go to any other VR store. That was amazing, man. We, that was so much we were, fun. We like, we, like, left, and we were driving away, and we literally did a U-turn to go we back did. and play again. Yeah, because you pay, we paid for, like, a half hour, and then we left, like, that was sweet. Then I was like, well, let's go play again. So we turned around, and uh, I had so much fun doing that. So That was amazing. That was one of those where it was, like, hard to adjust to reality afterwards because you were so into the virtual reality. Exactly. So... That was a good time. I can't believe we didn't think of that. But like I said, not uh, the traditional video game like these other ones. Yeah. Um, two more that honorable mentions, uh, a little bit more interactive, are Guitar Hero. Um, again, that was a fun game. I was just never super good at things like that, music stuff. Couldn't keep a beat that well. Um, and then Wii Sports, just like the super generic Wii Sports. They're fun for a while, but they just like, you can only play each game for so long, and then it gets kind of boring. Right. So also didn't make the list. And then video games, video games are directly correlated to how good you are at them. So like Smash Bros for me, I wasn't as good at, so I didn't like it as much. Just like anything else in life, I guess. But video games for sure. The better you're at the game, the more you're gonna have uh, memories of it, and the higher on the list it's gonna be. 100%. Um, last one, Mario Tennis on N64. Honorable mention. If you're Wario, no, 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 not Wario. 
uh, Waluigi. Waluigi. The Waluigi. Super, super skinny purple dude. Yeah. Uh, when you were him and you are playing up at the net in twos, you, like, couldn't lose <laughs> in Mario Tennis. Just FYI. So, uh, all right, let's get on to the bracket, man. That's the best part about video games, too, is, like, figuring out a way to, like, just dominate, whether it's, like, not cheating, but it's, like, kind of a glitch where this one thing always works all the time like that. Or, like, in, uh, in NCAA, once you got a little bit older, you figured out, like, the linebacker could just blitz through like this one gap every single time, and then you gotta find a harder game. But you find a, like a little glitch or a little shortcut, and makes it fun. So. Yes, sir. All right, so all right, we got the one versus eight matchup. So again, for all these, they're just the top eight. They're randomly ranked, so the one doesn't necessarily indicate that it's the best one. The eight doesn't indicate that it's the worst one. However, in this situation, maybe it could. So the one seed we have Blitz 2000. On uh, N64, and then the eight seed we have Call of Duty. What's Modern that? Warfare Two. Yeah, Modern Warfare Two. Gosh, it's uh, it's a real bummer. You never got into Call of Duty because once you, at first, it's really tough because you just you just lose a lot and like you always get killed and it's not very fun. But like once you get on a streak and figure out how to use your gun, how to use your weapons, how the map works, you know, you're playing a bunch of buddies. It's an absolute game changer. So Call of Duty being eight is just, a, it's a travesty on this list, but it's random. So I can't get too mad. And it's really bummer you haven't played it because I know that's, it's tough to advance in these brackets, any of our bold base brackets. If you, uh, if both of us didn't uh, play it a lot or eat it a lot or watch it a lot. So yeah. give your shout yeah. out on Apple Blitz. I know Blitz is your jam. Yeah. So, so yeah, Call of Duty, I'll just say, I mean, Again, like you were saying earlier, it correlates to how good you were at the game. So with first-person shooter games, I was never very good. And I don't know why that was. That could be, like, with GoldenEye 007, or that could be with Call of Duty, or with Halo. I was just never good at first-person shooter games. Um, And, again, yeah, I don't know if it's because I just had, like, very little experience with them. Most of the games that we had at our own house were always sports games. And then when you, like, go to a buddy's house, you'd be playing... Halo or Call of Duty or things like that. So I think it was less exposure. And then when I would play them, I would be bad. So then I would not want to play them anymore. Um, so anyway, so Call of Duty, I probably played like, I don't know, a couple times. Um, I think I even played Halo more than that. And uh, yeah, I just, I didn't enjoy them. I wasn't good at them. Um, I don't know. I've never really shot a, a gun in real life either. So that maybe that correlates with not being good at it. Uh, but Blitz 2000 on N64 was a great game. It was kind of that same thing you said about like finding a cheat code. So if you have two players, like if me and you played and we're on the same team, um, we would do the bomb. And basically, <laughs> it's like the guy, the wide receiver on the left, just goes absolutely deep. And then while you're running, you just have the turbo and you keep pressing the A and it like knocks the defender back. And you're just wide open every single time. And the quarterbacks can throw it the length of the entire field on that game. So, like, you can just, if you're the quarterback, you hike it in the shotgun and you just sprint straight backwards. And then if you're the wide receiver, you just sprint straight forwards. And you literally do, like, 100-yard touchdowns all day long. The other thing I like about Blitz 2000 is that the computer always keeps it close. So, like, they, they never let you blow them out, no matter how good you are. And they'll just, like, force you to fumble or cause ridiculous turnovers or things like that where the game's always close in the end. So 
no matter how bad you are, no matter how good you are, the game kind of like adjusts based on your skill level throughout the game. So in the fourth quarter, it always comes down to one possession. And that makes it fun too. I played NFL Blitz and uh, or or just Blitz. Sorry, Blitz 2000. Gosh, I, I might get kicked off this podcast if I start saying the wrong names here. Blitz 2000 is pretty fun. Um, God, it's probably just gonna move on. So if I didn't like it, I, I would go for a coin flip. But Call of Duty, great shout out. It's a great game. I'm, I'm not gonna say anything bad about it. Blitz 2000, moving on. Here we go. We'll go, we'll go on to our next matchup. Four versus five. We have FIFA uh, 14 on Xbox versus Madden 04 on PS2. So, unique story about FIFA 14. Brad and I, our first year in PT school at the U, Brad would come over and uh, my good buddy, Zach Robley, he uh, he had an Xbox at our house and he or at our place and he'd always let us play it. So, Zach would always let uh, Brad and I play FIFA, or he'd probably play one of us. And we had we had some great times with FIFA. And, and anyone who's ever played video games has played FIFA. Whether it's one-on-one or two-on-two, you can uh, – it's just – anyone can play, anyone can pick it up. It's soccer, so usually it's, like, pretty close unless you're really good or you're the – I think you're always the Netherlands. Dude, what? remember when that one time when I was the Netherlands? I don't know who you were. Was it 7-Zip or something? 7-Zip, dude. I was just thinking about that. You put a you put a hurt on me, but... You, you knew I had uh, to bring that up on the podcast. I think, I think I was usually Spain, though. So, Spain-Netherlands was kind of our matchup. And uh, we, we played quite a bit of FIFA our, our first year. That was always fun. But Madden 04, this was when... Talk about cheat codes. Yeah, yeah. So, this, this was... Uh, so, Madden 04 was with Mike Vick on the cover when he played for the Falcons. Um, pre the dogfighting scandal and he was an absolute cheat code like most fun player to play with by far it was like it's like when you could do like your creative player and make him whatever skill level you wanted for anything he was like that but actual player Um, and that was the same thing where you could just like give him the shotgun roll out and then get like 40 yard runs non-stop all day and it was super fun Um, and then if they were like if the defense was picking up on it, you would just kick it to, what was it, Warwick Dunn? Warwick Dunn, the running back, yeah. Yeah, just kick it to Warwick Dunn on the screen pass and then pick up, like, 30, 40 yards there. Um, so at Madden 04, and it was, like, it was at an age when, like you were talking before the podcast, of, like, the age when we were in our most peak form for playing video games. Uh, that's Absolutely. what Madden 04 was. So that's that was, like, it meshed perfectly with, I loved Michael Vick, the player, it was fun to use him. Um, who was the other uh, Saints? Deuce McAllister? Deuce McAllister, yeah, he's a beast. The Deuce is loose? The fun thing about Madden, too, is, like, sometimes the worst teams, they have, like, a really good quarterback or they have good running backs and receivers, so it's still fun to play with them. Their, like, defense might be bad or their own line might be bad, but that doesn't really matter. So Madden, you can be almost any team and, and be competitive, but... Uh, and just, like, following the NFL, that was, like, getting to, you know, start doing a little bit of fantasy then and really started following the NFL more. So uh, I, w- I would definitely vote Madden on this one. Dude, did you ever do a uh, rushing attack? Rushing attack was the best. You would just yeah. take, especially if you played against. So I would say for almost every video game, playing with someone in the same room is just a much better experience. Oh, easily. Whether easily. you're on the same team. I never really found really fun like playing against the computer 
or like playing online against other people. It's not as fun to me. Having someone in the same room, I was lucky I had three brothers and a bunch of friends who played video games growing up. Um, so playing brother in Madden is just an ultimate experience. Uh, Shaw, quick, quick Madden story. So I was playing my brother Sam once, and uh, he went to go to the bathroom. He came back, and I was like, hey, yeah, I put a cheat code on so you fumble every time. He's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yeah. And we were in, like, middle school then. And the very next play, he fumbles. And, like, I pick it up and score. And uh, I think I think we, we had to quit that game. So, but, uh, <laughs> and, and, and I, I honestly didn't do the cheat code, but it was just funny how I said that. But he, uh, I, I got to be careful how many stories I tell on this because my brothers, they beat me quite a few times in video games. So, it wasn't always me winning, but... Uh, uh, we had a lot of fun together with uh, with Madden. Yeah, I think no matter who wins this, we're going to be hearing it. So um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think we can win with it. But yeah, dude, with rushing attack on Madden, yes. it was so fun because literally we would, uh, me and my brother would make a bracket of all the teams with their running back. You could the one thing that bothered me was you couldn't select the running back you used on the team. So like there was some right. teams where. You would rather be the backup. So I think one of them, it wouldn't have been an 04, um, but one of them later on was I really wanted to be Reggie Bush because he was like super fast and would do yes. great on rush attack. But yep. somebody was ahead of him. Um, it was either, it was like Deuce McAllister or it was, uh, who was that other guy that they, they had a different, I know what you mean though. It would have been, it would have been after Deuce, I think. Um, but anyway, so <clears throat> yeah, so uh, we would do the rushing attack in this tournament and then it was so fun because, like, it would usually be the guys you'd expect. Like, Ladanian Tomlinson would do great. Priest Holmes would do great. Sean Alexander. Um, but, it, yeah, it was just a great time, and then you'd go through that. So, uh, safe to say, let's take Madden over FIFA 5 over 4 in this matchup. Two football games moving on, but that's not a shocker to anybody who knows us at all. Um, let's go to the 3-6 matchup then. NBA Jam on Sega. Versus Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 on PS2. So as, as we're going through this, you and I definitely played a lot of PS2, but you had a little more N64 experience growing up, I think. Because I was more Wii, and then my brothers had a PS3 and a PS4 later on, but we never had the N64 in our house. So that correlates with the era that we got into video games, too. Um, and that's probably because my brothers were a little bit older and everything, too, where... Uh, yeah, we had the Sega. Um, so NBA Jam on the Sega, it was awesome. Um, so that's the one where it's like he's heating up, he's on fire. So once you hit like three shots in a row with the same guy, you're on fire. And then you can basically be lights out from anywhere on the court. Like you can pull up from three quarters of the court and you're going to drain it when you're on fire. Um, and then once the other team scores, you lose your fire. But they do just like these ridiculous dunks and... I don't know. It's a great time. So it's two-on-two basketball, full court, uh, NBA Jam. You can beat any team. The one thing that happened with our Sega game is it glitched out probably like, I don't know, maybe when I was in junior high because Sega was already getting kind of old by that point. And so it glitched out where you could only play against the Memphis Grizzlies. So, like, no matter who you no matter who you <laughs> That's awesome. You play, you could only play the Grizzlies. So like, it got kind of boring pretty quick because you could only right. play the one team. Um, <laughs> the other thing was they didn't have uh, Michael Jordan. So it would be like Scottie Ooh. Pippen or Dennis Rodman. And you could like pick the whatever two players. Right. Um, but you'd still usually be the Bulls 
or I'm trying to think of who else was like lights out on that. I think it was like Gary Payton and um, who was Sean big... Kemp. Was Sean yeah, Kemp yeah, and Gary yeah. Payton. Yeah, that's an unfair duo. That's that's pretty fire too. Um, but yeah, so NBA Jam was a great time. Again, kind of a little bit sour memories, just the fact that it like it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't let you play anyone other than the Grizzlies. And then we also had a bunch of duct tape holding in the back cord into the Sega Genesis system <laughs> because otherwise it like wouldn't operate correctly. So um, again, it, if it operated correctly, you could play whoever you wanted. It'd be more fun. And then Tony Hawk Pro Skater on the PS2 was an awesome time. I loved playing horse on that game. Did you ever play horse? Yes, horse was awesome because it, it made you like like do like a bunch of tricks that you like. What am I trying to say there? Like you had to like do the trick that they asked you, or the person ahead of you did too. So you had to be like really well versed. And uh, I mean, a horse at any type of format's awesome. So yeah. that was fun to go one on one with horse. What was the one where you'd like go collect the certain letters? It was, it was like yeah, yeah, I remember that too. You had to like ride the rails and like yeah, yeah. I forget what they called that one. I forget that too. We gotta but play it was that a fun, again. Really fun game. It was a really fun game. Um, it was. I I'm gonna be leaning towards NBA Jam on this one. Uh, me too. I've played NBA Jam with you once or twice, and uh, and uh, it's any game where someone can get on fire is just so much fun. Whether it's uh, um, uh, did you ever play NFL Street? Oh yeah, dude. That actually that's an honorable mention. It's that was a fun, fun game. game. Yep. And then there's a baseball game too. I forget. It's, it might be MLB Blitz or something like that, the where show? like you get on. Fu- no, it wasn't the show, because, like, the guy would, like, get on fire. Yeah, the guy yeah. would, like, get on fire, and it's, like, a little make-believe, but it's uh, it adds a little excitement to the game. NBA Jam going on. Um, also, shout-out to NBA Live 06. Uh, Sam and I, my brother Sam and I, would play that game, and there was a run. I don't, I'm not going to admit how many games in a row. It was definitely double digits. He was the Miami Heat with Shaq and Dwayne Wade, and I literally could not beat him because Shaq was a beast in the post and Dwayne Wade was faster than any other guy in that game. So he just run by you and dunk it every time. And he beat me so many times in a row with that team. And I, I was like, I was all-star teams. I was like the all eighties team. I was every team I could think of could not beat him. So NBA yeah. live didn't make this uh, bracket, but we had a lot of good memories playing that too. Prop, props to Sam on that. Props to Sam on that. Last um, matchup. So, yeah, oh, NBA Jam yeah, moving on. Yeah, Last moving round, on. we have the Mario Kart N64 at the two seed versus GameCube Super Mario Strikers at the seven seed. Let's talk about Super Mario Strikers first, because there's going to be plenty to say about Mario Kart. But for anyone who hasn't played Super Mario Strikers, get a couple buddies, make a bracket, make a pool, sit down, play the game this weekend. You have nothing else going on. This game is so much fun with other people. It's a little, you know, it's Mario Kart, or it's Mario-based, so uh, you have all the great characters. It's a little make-believe. The arenas are awesome. Uh, I played this a bunch. Senior year in college, one of my roommates had it, and I always got my roommates to play it. I never really played it before then. Shout-out Super Mario Strikers. I have nothing bad to say about you. Yeah, I, I want to say uh, with Strikers, too. So, um one of my so so was Stotts actually again who I mentioned was Super Smash Bros. Um, there was one summer and it was pretty. It must have been like undergrad in college or something. There was one summer where we committed 
like all of the free time where we weren't working or doing school stuff or whatever to play in strikers. And dude, it's like such a hard game to win yes. because you end up going against who's like P, the PD, PD, the piranha or PD, the Priya or something like that. Oh, I you don't know, remember the plant guy. Yeah. Look, here, look it up. But, um, yeah. so it's like this, this plant dude is one of the last guys you play and he's like, Super elusive and yeah, super hard PD to beat. Yeah, Piranha, yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, and so we would just, like, play forever to get to this, like, championship round. Um, I think I think right before him might have been Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong was super good, too. Um, and it was, like, really hard to beat those guys, and it was, like, a best right. of three. Um, and anyway, so, so there, <laughs> there was, like, this one day where we were playing for just hours and hours, and we're like, oh, we should probably get outside. So we literally, like brought a TV, brought a table, brought <laughs> video game, everything to sit in his driveway and play video games <laughs> outside. Just that so is so awesome. A, just so we could get a little vitamin D. So We um, tried. I'm going to interrupt you quick. We, uh, our mom and dad got a van in, what year was it? Like 2000, 2002, 2004, somewhere in there. And it had like a screen the size of your iPhone. Like, that would come down. It was like a DVD player. It was, <laughs> like, in today's age, it's tiny. Like, it's smaller than an iPad. But there was, like, connections for, like, the red, white, and yellow, like, three-prong connection. Yeah. And we just had to buy, like, an adapter to, like, plug in the outlet for the PS2. So we could play PS2 in the VN. And we wanted to do that so bad. But the adapter was, like, 100 bucks, And it was just... Like, if you actually think about the amount of times you'd play PS2 in the van, like, not that many. So, it never happened, but we tried very hard to get that to, to happen. We would play video games anytime, anywhere. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, did, you have, did you have Game Boy growing up? Yes. I, I had a Game Boy Color. Well, we had the OG, and then I got a Game Boy Color. Okay. We never really got into... Probably for a good thing. Mom never really got us a Game Boy, so... But... Uh, Video games anytime, anywhere. Yeah, 100%. Um, I also have a buddy. Uh, not to not to promote this, saying kids in school. I had a buddy. I'll not name his name. Him and his buddies would bring their video game to school in high school. And they had an hour. I don't know how this happened. They had, like, an hour where, like, the teacher wasn't there. And they would sit and play video game. Like, it was a study hall type thing. <laughs> it was unbelievable. But I was super jealous. When you say you had a buddy, are you sure you're not just reflecting what you did? Stay in school, kids. No, if uh, if my parents found out I brought a video game to school, I would uh, I'd be I'd still be grounded from that. So, asking for a friend, asking for a friend. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So again, strikers, awesome, dude. I will say that actually, it's pretty interesting that you never played soccer growing up, did you? I did a little bit. So when I was in middle school, I went to like a smaller school, uh, St. Joe's Catholic school, and we had like 20 kids in our grade. So we weren't big enough for football and I didn't really play football until high school. So they had like a soccer team through school. So I played a little bit, but nothing super competitive at all. Okay. Cause yeah, I just thought it was funny looking over this list. So out of eight possible games, two of them are soccer games. And it's like, I, I didn't play soccer right. at all. Uh, yeah. sounds like you played a little bit, but it wasn't like a primary sport. Um, but it just goes to show that like, Video games don't necessarily have to match up with, like, things that you actually enjoy doing uh, on your own in real life. And, like, right. FIFA and Super Mario Strikers are both just incredible games. Yeah. So, 
And I uh, never I never skateboarded either. So Tony Hawk making the list is is pretty good. I never played I never played hockey, and we still do that NHL uh, get together thing. So it is funny what video games you actually like and play the most. Yeah. Um. And then so yeah, that was number seven seed. So the two seed is Mario Kart. Uh, we talked about N64. So I know you said you played more on Wii. I played way more on N64. I think it's just like. Um, then yeah, 64 is original. You know, it's like it's like the candy bracket. We're like we always like to talk about the original because that's where the most people can relate to. But N64, we I'll play either of them anytime. We just happen to have a Wii. Yeah. Um. And so with that one, there was I'm trying to think of all the cheat codes. So on for sure on Wario Stadium, you can hit like the third bump or the second bump and go up over the wall and like fast track the entire course. I don't know if you know about that one. <laughs> um, and then the, the one that's built into the game is obviously the one on uh shoot who is it it's like the island one um uh so not see, I, see i played i played i played Wii, and like half the courses are n64 courses is that like the peaches peaches beach or whatever it's not peaches it's uh yeah yeah pull it up uh, but anyway so on the beach one it's like built in where Basically, if you have a speed burst, like a single mushroom, you're going to be able to make it over the jump, and then you can go through the little uh, cave area and come out, and that fast tracks the course. And then there's one on uh, Rainbow Road where you can hit. Yeah. You fall off. I couldn't couldn't really find. I don't know. It's like a – it depends what island. There's so many of them. Yeah, yeah we'd have to. We might just have to play this weekend. We might have to find a, a good old N64 around and get playing again. Dude, I got two of them. I got two N64s. Um, oh my gosh. So the yeah, the Rainbow Road, you jump off, and then one of them is that uh, frosty whatever, where it's like all the snowmen and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that one, if you like, at the starting line, if you just turn around, and then you like go a certain <laughs> way and then jump off the bridge. It like resets you up at the starting line, but then it's the next lap. So you oh, like, yeah, it's crazy. Sweet. I never played that one. I never I'll played that map that. at least. So. You Dang, uh, you'll probably you'll probably beat me in that race. <laughs> I, I think there might be more, but I can't remember. But uh, anyway, so safe to say, played a ton of Mario Kart. Um, in in uh, freshman year of college, <laughs> I lived uh, I lived with my buddy Frosty in uh, Wisconsin, Eau Claire, and in the dorms and like. I remember, I remember one night we, like, didn't have class until, like, 11 the next morning or something. And it was, like, 1 in the morning, and I was so bored that I was playing uh, time trials on Mario Kart N64 trying to beat my previous time. <laughs> and yeah, he, like, woke up at, like, 1 in the morning. He was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Where did you live in Eau Claire? Do you remember your dorms, what they were called? Yeah. The Bridgman, Bridgman dorm. Oh my gosh! So I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Uh, my brother Joe went to Eau Claire, and he lived in Bridgman every year he went there because he was like he lived he lived there. Yeah, he lived there like for two years, and he like he was an RA, um, so he was always in Bridgman. So this was before I met you, and so I, I probably I was in the same because we'd go sleep over, dude. We had the best weekends at Eau Claire. We would. My uh, Charlie Sam and I, we would go, we'd meet Joe, we'd sleep over for the weekend, we'd play video games, we would play basketball outside, we'd go to the cafeteria, get a bunch of food, 
and we would just like watch movies and just like chill all weekend. Um, so maybe I ran into you. Who knows? Dude, that's, that's crazy. Kind of, that's, I didn't know that. Do you know yeah. what Flory, Do you know what Flory was on? Uh, every I'd have to ask him. We'll have to get him. This is the other thing. We'll have to get him on a podcast here. He runs his own podcast, but he really likes these bracketology ones. So we'll have to call in Joe for one of these uh, for one of these series. But he was either yeah. on like first floor or fourth floor. He'd always switch every year. I couldn't keep track. So okay, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely have to get Joe on here and, and uh, figure that out. It's, it's this, funny how we. I mean, we talk probably every day, and it's been that way for a few years now. Right. And it takes doing a podcast to figure out something like that. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but all uh, right, so are we are we taking Mario Kart here? Yeah, no offense, Super Strikers, but Mario Kart is one of the best video games of all time. It's a two seed, probably could be the one seed, and uh, it's just gonna move on. And I have I have some great Mario Kart stories coming up, so stay tuned for those. Let's go on to the semifinals, though. We got Blitz 2000 versus Madden 04 in the first semifinals. The two football games, semi-realistic versus not realistic at all. And uh, every time in video games, sometimes people complain they're, like, too realistic, and some people complain they're not realistic enough. Like, you can't have both sides. So whether you like the, you know, going deep every play and chucking it deep, or you like, like, a Madden variety where they try to make it more similar to real life, um, I'm definitely going to push hard for Madden on this one. Um, not only Madden 04, but we had, I think, Madden 08 growing up, and I've just played so many other different Madden ones. Um, and just how much we like fantasy football and we follow the NFL, it's so much fun playing Madden. But uh, unless you can persuade me, otherwise we'll have to go to a coin flip if you're really pushing hard for Blitz. No, no, I actually agree with Madden. Um, so I, I think with this one it comes down to, and part of it's just the fact that Madden is a newer game, um, but there's more strategy involved. Like, Blitz is pretty... You, you kind of like do the same thing every time, right? So it's, it's basically, it's a super offensive game, which is fun. Like the score is always like 70 to like 67 or something like that. Um, but there's not a ton of strategy. It's basically just like throw the ball deep, score a touchdown, try to play the best defense you can. Um, so I, I like Madden a lot more for that aspect. Um, it's more of a team game. There's more like the play calling actually matters. Whereas Blitz, you're just going to do the same thing every time. So, like, Blitz, you tend to get sick of it after, like, maybe two games or three games, whereas right. Madden, you can play for a lot longer. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I think Madden, and it's just more versatile as far as, like, doing franchise mode, doing Russian attack. There's just more versatility of what you can do with Madden. 100%. Madden moving on to the finals, and I think that's a very just argument on both sides here. Other semifinal matchup, we have... Uh, did NBA Jam move on? Yeah, I think we picked NBA Jam, and we picked Mario Kart N64. The two-versus-three matchup here. Um, one thing I really like about Mario Kart is you can play so many, like, games in a row. You can play, like, best of eight or best of 16. 32 is kind of a lot, but uh, if you have time, you can do that, too. So I like I like video games where, like, the game goes pretty quick, but then you can play a lot of them. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and yeah, Mario Kart is more of like a playing it with people, and it's super yes. fun in that way. Like, you can get a big group together. Um, you can track your stats as you go through, like, the full thing. And yeah, like you said, in Mario Kart, it's super realistic to make it through all of the courses because there's, like, there's four different cups, and each cup has four. So there's 16 courses, and you can play that in, like, an hour because you just, like, right. rip through them. Yeah. Um, so that's really fun. You can play with larger groups. 
Um, we also, uh, with my brothers, would play something called like uh, drinking and driving, which obviously 0% would ever advocate for that in real life. But in Mario Kart, um, where you start, so basically it's like, um, say we're playing like Toad's Turn Turnpike, which is one of the courses. So basically, once the um, once the race starts, you have your beer or whatever you're drinking, um, and you have to finish that before the end of the race. But you can't you can't be driving when you're drinking, right? So like, you have if you're if you're like say after the first lap, you're like, okay, I'm gonna try to drink some of this. Um, you have to totally stop your car, and your car has to remain stopped the whole time you drink. And then once you finish swallowing, then you can start driving again. Um, so there's like different strategies. I think the best strategy by far though, uh, and it's really not even close in my mind is to just not start at all and like try to chug the whole thing ahead of time. Cause like basically what Mario Kart does is if you're in last place, you get better, um, like question mark boxes. Right. So you get better things that you can use. Um, so it's easier you, to catch up. Yeah, exactly. It's way easier to catch up. Cause it's like, even if you're half a lap behind because you were sitting there finishing your drink, you're going to get like a couple lightning bolts and a star. And no matter what, that catches you up like automatically. So I think that's the best strategy. Um, And then obviously, you know, this is a family friendly podcast. I don't advocate for uh, binge drinking or drinking and driving or anything of that nature. And um, definitely don't do it for more than just a couple races, but it's, it's a fun way to spice it up too. I, I, I'm not even going to talk about NBA Jam because Mario Kart is so much better. I want to push Mario Kart into the finals and get that against Madden. What are your thoughts? Yep, let's do it. Okay, NBA Jam, you put up a good fight, but Mario Kart superior game. One versus two, that having to work out. We did these randomly, to, to be honest. Uh, oh, oh, no, oh. sorry, sorry. Sorry, Madden, the guy, the five oh, seed. No, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was looking at the wrong seats here. The five seed Madden moving against the two seed Mario Kart in the finals. Now, I'm going to give a little Mario Kart story here. There was one year where all my brothers and I were living at home. It was like a, a college summer. I don't, I don't know what year it was. But our mom went to a garage sale. And our mom was always very more like, you need to be playing outside. You need to be playing sports, doing your homework, you know, interacting with each other. She was very pro all of that. But she knew, like, deep down, like, we love video games. And, like, a little video games here and there was probably good for us. So she went to a garage sale. And found uh, a Wii with all the controllers and a bunch of games for like a hundred bucks. And they had Mario Kart on there. And we would we would get up, we would play, or we would we would like go work at the water park, and then we'd come home and we would just crush Mario Kart. Uh, <laughs> it was so much. And there's like four of us, so we could like all play at the same time. And it's random enough where. If you're like, like you said, like you're in last, like you can catch up pretty quick. Or if like you're waiting first, a couple blue shells come and hit you. Like anyone can win any race. So I had such great memories of Mario Kart. And I really want to push that as a champion. Yeah. What what character were you? I was always Baby Mario. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah, in N64 so, there is no babies. There's no yeah, like. So in Wii they had like different characters and whatnot. Um, uh, Charlie was Waluigi. Um, I'm trying to think. I think Joe was Joe was Luigi, maybe, and then Sam was like Toad, something like that. I I, I forget. Chaz was always Wild Luigi, and he was in like one of those big old carts, and yeah, yeah. He didn't what? care. He didn't care. Why was nobody Yoshi? 
Nobody was Yoshi? Uh, maybe Joe or Sam or Yoshi. I forget. I honestly forget. I'd have to ask yeah. them again. So yeah, my so memory's not as good as it used to be. I can't speak to the Wii version as much. I played a little bit of that. Um, but in N64, it's zero questions asked. It's Yoshi or Toad are going to be the fastest two. That's the best way to go. And right. then third, third on that list is Peach. So, like, if you're not one of those three players, you're not going to win. Um, I, my, my, my preference is Yoshi. I tried to be Yoshi every time, um, unless you were playing with someone who, like, got to him before you did. Right. Um, but, no, I agree. I think we should go with Mario Kart for the win. Like you said, it's just it's super versatile, um, and you can play it with big groups, and it's just a lot of great memories. And you can play it at any age. So, like, Mario Kart, N64, or Wii, we played when we were super young. And you can like still get together now and play it. So um, I think that's it's got that generational effect and just a great time always when you play it. Mario Kart, the bull based bracketology, video game champion. Congratulations. We can't wait to play you again soon.